Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Cavaliers, your daily podcast on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Locked on Cavaliers podcast. As always, I'm Chris Manning, your host from ForTheSword.com and in the Step Back. Today, we're not having any guests. We're not doing a mailbag. We're going to do something interesting. So today, across the SB Nation NBA Network, it is Mock Expansion Draft Day. So in light of what Adam Silver said recently, about expanding to Seattle, that it's somewhere that's on their radar, going back to the Pacific Northwest and bringing back that steward franchise is on the NBA's list and radar. The whole NBA network at SB Nation is doing protected player lists. So out of the, the full rosters, you get to protect seven players. Um, so you leave eight un- you leave eight unprotected you basically are creating a pool of players for for a hypothetical expansion team to pick from. SBNation.com will be doing drafts, and SonicsRising.com, which is a Sonics blog that, that still exists and has is a great read if you're interested in keeping up what's going on in C- the Seattle basketball scene. They're doing drafts, and so they're going to pick from this available pool of players, form expansion teams, and see what... what they might create in this hypothetical scenario. So as site manager for the sword, I was tasked with coming up with the list of protected and unprotected players. Um, this post is up at forthesword.com at 9 a.m. If you're listening to this early, if you're listening to this a little bit later, you can go check it out now. All 30 teams there, you can follow along with the whole thing on Twitter and engage in conversation with everyone involved in this using the hashtag SBNMock. That's S-B-N-M-O-C-K, and you can check that out. And all the sites, SBNation.com backslash NBA and SonicsRising.com will have content there as well. You can check all of this out. So I'm going to run through the Cavs roster, give you guys my picks, a little more explanation than maybe what I have written, and I'd love to hear what you think as well, and I'll share some of those comments on our next show or on the mailbag next week, one of the two. But um, drop those to LockdownCavs at gmail.com or to LockdownCavs on Twitter or just tweet me at CWMWrites. So here's who I have the Cavs keeping. I'll start with the obvious, LeBron James. Um, he's LeBron James. He is going to be a Cavalier as long as the Cavs want him and as long as he wants to be in the Cavs. And the latter matters more than the former. There, It's more likely that that relationship would end that way. No reason to... Leave him unprotected. Uh, next, Kyrie Irving. Yes, Kyrie wants out. Yes, he's probably getting traded. 
it seems like even if it goes into the season. But if he's going to leave, it makes no sense for the Cavs to do it via an expansion draft where the Cavs cannot get any value back in return. So, yes, maybe they want him gone for the culture. Maybe they have their own internal reasons for wanting to move on from Kyrie. It does not make sense to let him go in this context where you're giving the Suns a franchise or the Sonics, excuse me, a franchise player for nothing. Kyrie will only leave the Cavs if somehow he makes it two years outside of Ragens is a free agent, which seems unlikely, or if the Cavs decide they want to trade him. Those are the two ways that happens. Um, it's not going to be this. Next, Kevin Love. Uh, for all of his flaws, Kevin Love's really, really good at basketball. He's coming off the best season of his Cavs tenure, the first time he's averaged a double-double. He should be continuing to be a good player, even if Kyrie is dealt. You can see him take on a bigger role, a more vital role with the Cavs. If that were to happen, let's say Eric Bledsoe comes in, I think that's a prime opportunity for Kevin Love to be look more like Minnesota Kevin Love. Maybe you can't go back to that once you've gone so far away from it for him for three years, but you have to at least think it's a possibility. Now, his knees and back are a concern. For his age, he's been a little beat up. Um, you see him going back to the tunnel a lot during games. His health long-term is a, is a concern. Absolutely. I'm not going to call him that. It's one of the more interesting things about his future and what he's going to look like um, for a guy who's already sort of limited in what he can do. Short-term, he's a piece the Cavs want to keep. And like Kyrie, I do think if the Cavs are deciding to go in a different direction, they would want to get value back for him in return. Maybe his value isn't what it might have been two years ago when the Cavs dealt Wiggins for him. The Cavs couldn't really use him this summer, and there's certain contexts where he doesn't make sense. But I think you keep him, and it's not a question. Tristan Thompson is next on my keep list. He would not be replaceable if the Cavs were to leave him unprotected, and he were to get picked. And I think there's a chance he would be someone, a team that was going to start from the ground up with pick. Um, his rebounding, particularly in offense and defensive versatility, make him an essential part of any Cavs team, with LeBron around in particular. At 26, he's just getting into his prime. He still could develop, especially when we've seen him become a good passer out of the short role in the last season. He's someone you keep around even if a teardown happens as well, I think. He's someone that maybe he's less valuable in that context, but you'd have someone who's know he's going to play hard every night, is going to give you good minutes. Um, and could, if you happen to be able to rebuild on the fly, like he's someone you could maximize his value, I think. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom, B-O-O-M. Um, next, J.R. Smith. Out of the Cavs' remaining talents, at least the veteran ones, because there's a certain Turkish swingman we're going to get to, he feels the most essential. His best basketball has been with LeBron. He's the best two-way wing on the Cavs at the moment. Whole other discussion if that's a problem. I'll believe it out there. But his reputation with other teams, I think, could keep let's say the Sonics or like whatever the expansion team is in whatever city it's in, in this scenario could leave him unprotected. Um, and they, because I don't think that team may want him. You could take that risk. I don't think it's worth doing. I think you just make sure you have Jr. because he's valuable to you. You know what you're getting. And there you go. 
Uh, Chetty Osman is next. He's the Cavs' best young prospect. He's a must-keep player for me. Um, if you can, even if he can't contribute right now, he gets some NBA or G League seasoning. He's fine. And if the Cavs decide they need to make a move in a few months, Osman could be used as a deal sweetener then. So, like some of the other players we mentioned, to a far lesser degree, his value is tied to being on the team. You do not let him go for free. Um, you keep him around. You try to develop him. If you have to trade him for something or decide that's the best way to proceed for some other piece, you do it then, but you keep him. Um, I'm very high on Chetty. I think he's going to be good, so for whatever that's worth, not much. Uh, Kyle Korver is next. Now, he might be a surprise to some of you. He was someone to me that was probably the closest I had to cutting somebody um, that is on my list. I think he's a luxury. I think he's a bit older than you might like to protect a player for. But he can still play a role because he can he will play within what he does well. And the Cavs are primed to maximize that skill, which is shooting. He's an okay defender, especially for his age. Good team defender, still for a little slow at his age, but he's fine. Again, he's a luxury. I think he's worth keeping around, um, especially with the Cavs' roster to me isn't something that's primed to be picked at. I think there are other teams. Denver comes to mind because you can only protect seven. Um, any the Sixers, any team that is brimming with young talent that has upside is going to be picked at. The Knicks, you know, come to mind as well. The Kings, actually, the Suns. These are teams that have some interesting young pieces that could get picked away because you can only protect the seven. The Warriors actually will be a really, really will be really interesting to see what they do um, in in this hypothetical. But the Cavs don't have that. Chetty's their guy. UK Felder and Eddie Tavares have value. I say no. So I think I think that plays into this as well in terms of keeping Corver because um, I think she, a team could just say he's a locker room fit and give you some shooting. Uh, Richard Jefferson is next. Now the interesting thing about him is you could argue that he could convey to other teams, you know, via illegal back channels, that he would retire if he's picked by another team and just say, screw that, I'm only playing here. Um, and he's also going to retire sooner rather than later. It's unlikely that 15-16 finals Jefferson still exists, but he's one of the few players the Cavs have who can switch, guard ball positions, and can shoot. That's so valuable. Um, you don't let a guy like that go. It's hard also to imagine another team picking him for anything other than else than to be a mentor. I think he could be a really, really good mentor for a young and experienced team, so maybe he has value there, but I think you protect him just because his skill set is valuable, especially when you have LeBron. Okay, so that's the seven players I say the Cavs would keep. If I'm running the team, I'm making a decision to protect seven players. It's LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, Chetty Osmond, Kyle Korver, and Richard Jefferson. So, who does that leave unprotected? Number one, Derrick Rose. Rose is what he is at this point. Maybe an expansion team talks itself into having him put up raw numbers in a lost season. The Cavs don't need him. That's fine. You can let him go. Not a loss. Amon Shumpert. Now, Amon Shumpert was hard for me to leave off. Um, it was down to him, Fry, and Korver in my mind for that last spot. The reason he's hard to keep off, I think, is because the idea of him is incredibly valuable to the Cavs. He's a 3-and-D guy, in, again, in theory, and his best numbers were with the starters last year. That's worth noting that he played his best um, in the context of where J.R. also plays well. So you, he kind of stuck to his 
role there. But more often than not, he's he's a bit overrated defensively. And his tendency to freelance on offense make him a liability. He's a freelancer on defense as well. Um, $10 million is also something you might want to get off of if you're paying a heavy tax. Plus, if you do actually want to keep him, his $10 million would probably scare teams off. So, um, I think no team would pick him, actually. But I don't think he's worth protecting. A Channing Fry. Look, it's really hard not to protect both members of the road trip and pod because if that gets broken up, like, we're all losers. But Fry's one skill can be replaced by others. He's older. Teams may not want to add a 7-footer who's not good at rebounding or defense, so he's probably slipping through. If he were to be selected, the Cavs would miss his voice in the locker room as much as anything else, and that matters. I think he probably slips through anyway, but he's someone that could, if you want to give that locker room to a, a culture trying to create. Fry would make a lot of sense for that role. Cavs would miss him for sure. Losing him and James Jones in the same summer would be sort of an interesting. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. Thing to watch. Uh, Eddie Tavares. Now, he could be something, but I don't see a team picking him unless they just want a big minutes eater. I also think it's fine if you lose him. I think he could be a good backup center. Eight minutes up, and I think he actually could get a chance to do that next year if you just look at the Cavs' roster because the Cavs never really address that backup center position in other ways. But if a team takes him, it's fine. You can get a replacement cheap. Hashtag get Maurice Endor to the Cavs, which is a bad hashtag. Uh, K. Felder is next. Now, K. Felder, solid in the G League last year, which was in the D League, but he struggled in the NBA, struggled in this year's Summer League. He could still be developed by the Cavs. He could end up being decent if another team poaches him. But he's not worth protecting. He's probably not getting picked anyway at the most saturated position in the NBA. Worth noting. Uh, Jeff Green is next. Now, Green will probably be picked because every team at some point talked itself into thinking they can be the team where Green figures it out. All joking aside... Um, if he does get picked, there are bargain bin replacements for him, like Derek Williams, Alex Pointhris, or James McAdoo, readily available. Jeff Green's uber replaceable. He's Jeff frickin' Green. No need to protect him. I would actually maybe have rather have all three of those guys than Jeff Green, for what it's worth. Um, Jose Calderon is the last name here. Still hard to figure out why the Cavs signed him on the first day of free agency. And if it's an expansion team is picking a new point guard, there's sure to be better options than Calderon. I would even argue Felder has more value in this scenario than Calderon. So to recap, here are the unprotected Cavs. Derek Rose, Amon Schumper, Channing Fry, Eddie Tavares, Kay Felder, Jeff Green, Jose Calderon. That is the whole list. Um, again, who the Cavs are keeping? LeBron, the Kyrie, Kevin Love. Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, Chetty Osman, Kyle Korver, Richard Jefferson. Unprotected, Derek Rose, Amon Schumper, Channing Fry, Eddie Tavares, Kay Felder, Jeff Green, Jose Calderon. Now, again, I think this was a fairly easy list. I My one I thought about hard was Korver. 
off and then Shumpert or Fry on. Probably would have leaned to Fry, um, but I think Horvath just ends up having the most value in that in that context. But I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on this. If you disagree with me, if you agree, just any things you want to share, tweet them. Uh, use the hashtag SBNMock. Tweet me. Tweet just tweet it out there, and I'll find it using that hashtag. And if you have any detailed changes you want to submit, send them to me an email, and maybe you'll have them um, talked about on another show. Uh, but that's going to be it for today's show. just wanted to give you guys that in audio form. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoy the whole series across the SB Nation NBA network. I know I'm going to dive into all of them when I get a chance to because there's some I'm very, very intrigued by, particularly the Nuggets. I know I mentioned that already, but that one fascinates me, and Adam Modest doesn't do anything without a bunch of thought. Uh, speaking of Adam... Tomorrow's show on Thursday will be myself and Adam talking about Kyrie and the Nuggets and what a deal could look like there, kind of like we did with Brendan Clean on Monday's show. Then we'll have Zach Bennett from Locked on Wolves and that crew on Friday, it looks like, to talk about a Wiggins curving deal. Should be interesting there, but hope you guys enjoy this pod. Hope you guys enjoyed every pod this week. Again, go check out those past ones. Mailbag on Monday. Suns talk on Tuesday. And if you have mailbag questions for next week, drop them to lockdowncavs at gmail.com at lockdowncavs on Twitter. Well, there should be a Reddit post up uh, Thursday, on Wednesday, excuse me, around. You can drop questions there on our backslash Cleveland Cavs. Great community over there. And if you have any show ideas, I would love to cover stuff that you guys want to hear about right now. You can only talk so much about Kyrie when we're not getting really much to information. Still a ways away from training camp. If there are topics you want to hear about, send me an email at lockedoncavs at gmail.com. That's lockedoncavs at gmail.com. Send me some show ideas. And if there's stuff you want me to cover, it could be trivial. It could be something detailed about a young player. We'll have some Eurobasket stuff coming up, I know, for Chetty when he plays for Turkey. But that's really all that's super scheduled out right now. So I hope you guys send me some ideas. I'll cover them as best I can, see what I can do. Try to bring you at least three shows every week up until the season starts. Get some player stuff in there as well. But hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Looking at the Cavs protected players in a hypothetical mock draft. Again, go look at that hashtag SBN mock to check out every post. And just go to all the team sites and you guys will enjoy. Have a great Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow.